Welcome to Women of Grace in the Marketplace, brand new episode with myself, Lori Clapper, and my co-host, Janelle Keith. Hey, Janelle. Hello. Hi there. (laughs) Well, we are excited because we actually invited one of our past guests back to be with us today. We had such an enjoyable conversation with Tammy Ward. Uh, Tammy, were you in last year or was it earlier this year? No, it was last year. That's what I thought. This, This year has just gone by in a flash. Like, I don't even... I can't know that it's August. Yeah, it's August. (laughs) I know. And so we just wanted to bring you back because you have some new things going on. And we'll get to that in just a moment. Yeah, some very exciting things. And I'm really excited to be back. Thank you for having me. You guys are just amazing. It's alumni week here at Women of Grace in the Marketplace. (laughs) Right, right. And like I said, Tammy, we've heard your background story before. But for those of uh, who are listening, who might have missed your last episode, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, sure. Um, I live in Erie, Pennsylvania now. I was born here. Um, I did travel around. I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Miami, Florida, back to Erie, down in Houston, Texas during the big boom, and then back here. So, um, And one of the crazy things during that whole time was that I ended up at... Uh, four different high schools in that process. <laughs> so um, I, I've learned to kind of embrace and adapt to change, which is a good thing. I have uh, two grown sons, and they are married, so they've given me two amazing daughters, and I have seven wonderful grandchildren, which I know you and Janelle can relate to. It is such a joy. Mm-hmm. It is, for yes, sure. Yes, so much fun. And... Uh, I also had many different businesses in my life. I was a legal secretary, and then I did real estate with my dad, and it was business brokerage. And then I went into, as you guys know in my last episode, uh, found Mary Kay, uh, and have been doing that for 16 years, earned the use of four Mary Kay cars, and uh, I love it. Whoa. I just, I loved it. But then God decided to lead me uh, into a totally different direction. And I guess I wouldn't say totally different because it really overlapped all the different things in my life that led me to what I'm doing now, which uh-huh. is life coaching. So yeah. tell us exactly what does a life coach do and how do you encourage people? I'm glad you asked that, Janelle, because I was so surprised when I became a certified life coach, how many people would go, and what is that? What do you do? (laughs) And I guess just because I know about it doesn't mean that everybody does. So I help people get unstuck. So we all have places Mm. in our lives where we run into something. Like for me, even in my Mary Kay business, I'd kind of hit a plateau and wanted to figure out how to move forward and what was holding me back. And I hired a coach. And that is part of what led to me learning more about life coaching. And I just help you get over those hurdles, those obstacles, dig deeper into what's going on. And it's, I'm more guide. I'm more of a guide. I shine a light into those areas that you just can't see. So I like to say Mm -hmm. it's like when you're inside the jar, you can't read the label. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good way of putting it because we're sometimes yes, blind exactly. to our own things, right? We mm-hmm. absolutely are. And so you need someone on the outside that can see that and basically like shine a mirror and reflect it back to you so that you get clarity. And I do that not by like going, hey, hey, I see this, but by asking really powerful questions that help you to see and discover the things that are inside you because the truth is you know it, you just need help with someone shining the light on it so you can root it out. I love it. I mean, it sounds so, uh, well, what can I say, exciting and adventurous to, you know, delve into somebody else's life to say, oh, I see this, and then bringing revelation. That would be amazing. And how life-giving that would be. It's, it's very fulfilling. And the other thing I really like about it is I love to help. I love to serve. Mm-hmm. But I have so many different clients and they all have different issues. So it's, it is new and exciting all the time because it's not always the same thing that you're working on with each person. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. learn a lot about yourself as well as you help others? You do. You do. There's a lot of self-discovery. There was a lot of self-discovery that went on prior to me becoming a life coach, which is some of what led to my being a life coach. But yes, there are things that you also discover and learn about yourself. And when you become a life coach, you learn to, which is something I also teach my clients in the process of coaching them, you actually learn how to self-coach. So in working with my clients, they learn over time to recognize things and actually be able to go, oh, and work and walk themselves through it. So they don't have, uh-huh. have to need me forever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, a child, you know, you you raise them to be functioning yes. good adults so they can live on their own and kind of the same concept. <laughs> yes, yes. And we all I, I like to I liken it too to like when you think about a dandelion, sometimes we can see there's that weed and you'll just give it a little pull. But that's going to grow right back. So people will run into, why does this keep happening? Which is where they get stuck or hit that wall. And what I help them do is, you know, take that dandelion tool with that long (laughs) handle and get down into the root so that it doesn't come back and it's actually resolved. And I've seen a dandelion root in in the physical form. And it it is long and deep. It goes really far down into the earth. And so... I can understand that analogy very well. So uh, tell us a root issue that you not recognized by going through this training and how God helped you over it. Well, a root issue that I had, I had, well, I hadn't, I had a money block. That was, I had um, scarcity mindset and a money block that came from, you know, as we're kids and we grow up, especially in our generation, I'm dating myself. <laughs> but you'd hear money doesn't grow on trees, you have to work hard to make money. Um, yes. And those kinds of things, you know, money is the mm-hmm. root of all evil, but it actually mm. in the Bible says the love of money is the that root is correct. of all evil. Yes, yes. And we get this mindset around money. And so I discovered that I had these money issues that I didn't even know and a scarcity mindset or poverty mindset. And um, so I was able to work through those things with my coach and got some books, too. I read a lot, and that helps, and took it to the Lord, and I was able to. Now, once in a while, 
I was able to work through that. But once in a while, it'll still try to rear its ugly head. But I recognize it right away. Mm -hmm. And I have the tools to know how to, you know, basically lay it right back to rest. Because it's kind of Mm -hmm. a knee-jerk reaction from having had those thoughts for so many years. Right, right. You're breaking a a pattern of behavior from that have been taken years to accumulate, right? Absolutely. We actually get neural pathways in our brain. I know I'm getting a little technical, but think of like a riverbed, you know, and it just kind of flows and how the water just makes it deeper and goes in there. And so we have our habits and our beliefs and our thoughts. And what mm-hmm. we do is work on creating a new pathway that then your brain goes to and follows that instead. And that's how I can help people that are more negative become more positive. And mm-hmm. yeah. And it I sounds love magical. It, <laughs> it does. <laughs> sounds wonderful. Now, one of the things we talked about in our last episode, Tammy, and I just am curious about how that has influenced your decision uh, to become a life coach was that you had a son who dealt with addiction. Yes. yes. And how did that relate to now going on to help others it was a it was a key factor in it i was in my mary Kay business when he had his addiction and that was wonderful to be in that and work through that and have that that distraction and something where i could serve others to take my mind off him but in the process of that i grew a lot and i leaned into the lord a lot and then after he got clean and sober I still continued on this personal growth journey. And during that process, God actually showed me talking to this group of women. And I'm like, well, who are these women? And so the next day he showed me with an even bigger group of women. And I'm like, I still don't know who these women are. Because I've had a lot of things in my life I've had to overcome. I consider that kind of a theme in my life. I am an overcomer. So there were several things it could have been relating to. And then the last time he showed me, he showed me speaking to a group of women and my son was with me. And so I knew it was the moms in addiction. And I wasn't sure where he wanted me to go with that or how he wanted me to do that. So in the process of figuring that out and having also worked with a coach myself with my Mary Kay business, there was this like light bulb moment that I needed to be certified and a life coach. And he basically let me know that I've been equipping you with all the things your life that you've walked through and overcome and done to be able to now help other people walk through the same Mm. similar things and to Mm. be a light to shine into their light life so that they can then turn their light on brighter and shine it into others' lives. That's powerful. And I do it certainly is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I do work with moms that have children in addiction. I have a program I'm launching next month that'll be a three month program for them. I'm starting a support group that uh, is going to meet once a month. And then I also do one on one coaching with them. But I also do general life coaching. So it didn't end up turning just into just moms with children in addiction, but it is definitely a part of it. Wow. Wow, look at how far you've come, Tammy. My goodness. <laughs> Lots gone on in the last year. She's yes. Working it. <laughs> she is working it. That is just amazing, though, where, you know, we saw you at one point, and now you're like leap years ahead of where you last, we last, le- last left you. And uh, I think it's truly uh, a 
amazing just amazing to watch back stand back and watch you just you know do what you god has called you to do and doing it with such freedom you know you you're not even where's the doubts where's all the questions have you gone through all those or have you <laughs> oh oh though i've got well i've gone through them but it's not that they don't still arise they don't still arise okay. what was your biggest doubt going into it uh, my biggest well my biggest doubt going into it was just am i e equipped do i you know am i qualified am i enough yeah and, and oh. we you everybody has places in their lives where they feel i'm not enough or ask that mm -hmm. question mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I just, I'm still thinking back about where you were, you know, the last time we talked to you and the fact that you have just, well, not really changed directions, but you really fine tuned your direction in which God has, you know, put you in. And so how, were you always this flexible, Tammy? I mean, <laughs> were you, were you like, were you opposed to the idea that God says, no, I want you to do this instead? I mean, how do you let go of one idea and, and adopt another? You know, I really leaned into the Lord and I had to deepen that all through my life. So when I mm. went through my divorce, when I went through being a widow, when I went through being a single mom, when I went through having a chronic illness that I had to learn to rearrange and prioritize my life, um, having a child in addiction. So every time I really had to lean into the Lord just even more and deeper. Mm -hmm. So when he shows me something, I go, okay, that doesn't mean I don't still have some resistance. Like when he first showed me talking to the women, the reason he showed me three times because each time I was like, well, what does that mean? Because I really wasn't comfortable with it and not sure I wanted to do it. And then I'm like, okay. And they showed it me again. And I'm like, all right, you're serious about this. And then I'm like, but I'm still not clear. <laughs> and then the third time it's like, okay. I'm like, this is what, all right. So I just then start to walk it out and I do have, I do get doubts or I do, you know, I'm human. He made us all human and, and he knows that. So I go to him with my humanness and I'll go, is this still where you want me? Is this the way you want me to do it? And then mm. when the life coaching came in that was even more general because I got certified as a life coach to do the moms, then he started showing me these other things like, well, you're equipped to do this and do this. And I'm like, well, well wait a minute, what do you want me doing? And then he clearly showed me with me being patient, that doesn't mean there weren't times I'm like, okay, still waiting for the answer. <laughs> Um, yeah. But being patient and trusting mm. that he will guide me and also, of course, correct me if I step off. Uh, mm -hmm. That was a big thing because I would sometimes sit and wait like, OK, so where you want me to go? And I'll just wait, which is why you've seen this catapult in this in this last year. Instead, it's like, OK, I'll move and I'm trusting you're going to course correct me. And and he does. And this is how I've gotten to where I'm at and all the things I'm doing. And, you know, he showed me to do the support group and like I said, the life coaching and then the general. And now he recently, just this past week, was like, I want you to expand into parenting, parents and teens and parenting and teens. And I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't even gotten all this yet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, right. So yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. How do you not become overwhelmed with everything that he's showing you? That's the kind of gift that came from having the, the chronic illness. I really had to 
prioritize. And so it's like you're giving me this idea, but that idea could be something that'll come to fruition in two years from now, in three years yes. from now. But I have okay. the thought, I write those things down mm -hmm. that he shows me, and then mm -hmm. it's like, okay, that way it's there, and when the appropriate time comes or things fall into place, I have that awareness. So much comes from having mm -hmm. awareness. I, I work mm -hmm. with my clients on that, that once you get an awareness, even though you might not be changing it or redirectionalizing it just yet, when you have that awareness, that's the beginning of it all because then you can see it. So I mm -hmm. something I just picked up on as we've been talking is that you were willing to ask questions, mm -hmm. asking questions to God. And even, uh, and this is ironic since I host a uh, interview podcast, that I've always been bad at asking the questions, being afraid to ask questions. <laughs> and sometimes you're afraid to ask questions because you know what the answer is and you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Yes. Because you are, yeah, so you don't want to hear the answer, right? Yeah, yeah, but do you find mm -hmm. that in your coaching, especially, well, maybe it's something you've had to learn how people ask the right questions, or you have to ask the right questions, I guess, too. I do, I do. And the funny thing is, I was not an asker, I would yeah. not ask people for help, <laughs> I would not ask people to do yes, something for yes. me. Yes, yes, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't always. I usually when I asked God, it was because I really needed to ask God because I didn't want to quote unquote bother him. So don't go mm -hmm. there. Um, and, and in the Bible, it says, you, you have not because you ask not. Ask and the door shall be opened. So I'm like, okay, I need, I need to ask. And because of the different situations in my life, there was no option. All I had was asking and believing because there were not so solutions that I could provide. So when things like that happen, that helps with that. But I did just start to go, you know, he's my best friend. I'm going to ask him. And I, and he is the CEO of my business. I have yes. business meetings with God. I have my time with God, my mm -hmm, prayer time with mm -hmm. God, my quiet time. But then I don't have that be part of that. I have separate CEO business meetings with God. And oh, I just, I ask. I ask all kinds of things now. And it's good I learned to ask because the life coaching is all about really asking powerful questions to help lead them to their to their discovery because mm. the answers you know god says the answers are are within us he puts them within us yes but we just yes. can't always find them and that's right I, that's what i i help so i don't fix i guide i lead i ask powerful questions i inspire mm -hmm. i encourage mm -hmm. and i I've have resources and tools that i use too um that i've learned through life and through the certification that helps I've got a great story that goes right along with what you're saying, Tammy, if we have time for it. I don't know. But um, uh, uh, OK, so this past week, I'm a big fan of uh, hot tea in the morning. I've given up caffeine. And so uh, hot tea is my number one choice if I'm going to have something in the morning during my quiet time. And I love Boss tea, which comes from Africa. Well, I've gotten onto this certain flavor of Boss tea, but it's expensive. You know, it's like $7 a box, you know, and it's like, I'm only going to drink this when I want to treat myself, right? And so um, I had this box of old peach tea that I thought, well, I got to drink this up before I drink the new stuff, you know? Well, I drank up the peach tea. And it was like I suffered doing it because it was just like, oh, I wish this was done. You know, instead of throwing it away, <laughs> I could not do that. 
That would be too simple, right? <laughs> so the day I got to open that box of chocolate, Ruibos tea, I just said, ah, I get to treat myself. And the Lord spoke and he says, you could have had this all along. Yes. And, and that taught me that I need to ask him more about the things that are on my heart. Yes. And asking can be beautiful. So we need to learn to get yeah. comfortable with it, yeah. especially right, with him. Right. Tammy, this is the section of the show where you get to ask us some of those powerful questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know this was planned. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Watch I have out, an open book. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that. But first, tell us how your faith integrates in with your life coaching, because surely you coach people that aren't as open about their faith as you are. That's very true, Janelle. That's very true. Um, so when, when someone is already open and a Christian, mm -hmm. I will ask them if they want to start out in prayer. And most of the time they do. Mm -hmm. And we'll go into the coaching and things will just come up because it's just such a part of me and a part of my life and a part of what has helped me walk through these things. Right. So although I will ask them powerful questions and we're doing that, there's just things that will come up when I'm talking that will be things I've learned from the Bible or things that God has actually shown to me. And I will use some of those examples. And it's just, it just flows. And when I'm working with someone that isn't, I find that because of who I am, that sometimes those things creep in a little bit with what I'm saying or doing. And maybe I won't reference the place in the Bible, but it's still a teaching that's coming from that knowledge and those experiences. And I have actually mm -hmm. had people that I have coached after we're in a few sessions, just even be more open to that being uh, in there, which is really a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. So God, he helps you open that door to their heart to where you can really speak some truth in there. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And I mean, and I yeah. honor where they're at, you know, so mm -hmm. I mean, I don't bring things, I won't bring it up in that way. But just like I said, because of who I am, so much of what I've learned and do just comes from having a deeper faith, which just shows when I am not even, you know, going into those elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting awesome. because you don't try to rush them along or push them into a place where you already already can see them or see out, uh, about their lives. You just give them all the patience and the permission they need just to say, you'll get there, you know, and encourage them along the way. Yes, yes. It's, it's all about the, you trust their journey and where they're at. And that's a mm -hmm. big, that's a big thing, trust. So I trust mm -hmm. where they're at and what they're going through and that there's something that they need to be either experiencing or learning or working through and healing and that it is a process. So sometimes we'll be on something for weeks before the breakthrough comes. And that's, that's okay because it needs to be in their timing. So I trust mm. I trust their journey and I trust the process and I mm. trust that God is going to guide me in, you know, in that and through that. Cause I ask the Holy spirit before I even do a session, I always sit for about 15 minutes and I center myself and I get grounded and I very much go into his presence. And then I ask the Holy spirit to, 
come into me and help me to see what I need to see and hear what I need to hear and speak what he wants me to speak and to move through that session that we're going through. And I think that's part of why they go so well, too. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You're being guided. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Divine intervention. Uh, So... What has been a breakthrough moment that you've experienced with a client being sensitive, obviously, to their confidentiality, yes. but what was something that really was like a wow God moment that you had? Um, I, was, I was working with a client and we were working on, she, she grew up with a lot of negativity. That's just the family life that they had and wanted to be more positive. And in the process of working on positivity and gratitude and things to do to increase that and awareness of the thoughts and words, we ended up coming into the fact that there was some forgiveness that was needed in in the, the family dynamics. And so she came to that realization. And then we walked through what she needed to to be able to reach a point of where she could really let it go and have that forgiveness and that freedom. And so that was was a powerful revelation when that all f- came together. Hmm. Well, I probably never thought of that either before, that individual. No, no, right? not even realizing that really that that was part of what was going on and needed to happen. So it's it's really it's really beautiful the way it unfolds. You know, you hear people talking about peeling back the layers of the onion. And and as you're coaching with them, that's what happens. And so they'll get an aha moment here and work through something here, but then it's like, okay, there's something here that still needs to be addressed so that you eventually peel away the onion, which would be like we talked about getting to the very root of the dandelion and finally digging it up. And and then there's so much, there's so much freedom and there's so much hope. So I get to experience, you know, I tell my clients that they will frequently say to me, you know, this is so helpful and you've been such a blessing. And I'll be like, and it's, it's also, you are a blessing to me because what I get to help walk you through and, and what I see, the transformation and, uh, you know, that is that is a gift to me that I can, you know, help facilitate that in any way. Yeah. So you're talking about a process where people recognize or become aware of these root issues and then they let you, a third party, in to help them deal with that and heal them. Like this isn't just a quick band-aid you put over people's lives you really help them get to the bottom of uh, all of their uh, reasons why they're stuck and can't move forward <laughs> yes it's 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 a transformation actually the the name i i picked for my coaching is called unbound love embracing Aww. soulful transformation oh man that's beautiful yeah yeah so how many open sessions do you have right now? <laughs> do you have a couple Ladies, openings? I know. <laughs> I, I absolutely have openings. I do have openings because this is what I am, you know, this is what I am doing now. And, um, mm. and like I said, it's my passion and I love it. And God is guiding me through it and has gifted me to be able to, to do that and equipped me with mm. life experiences also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of flipping that around, what was some of the best advice you've been given? Well, some of the best advice just in my life, uh, which I mentioned, I 
in our last episode was my dad was very into having a positive attitude. And he would say, your attitude will make or break you and you want to have a positive one. And the big thing he said about it is it's a choice. So you want to choose that. And that was really a big thing because not just the positive attitude and being positive, but that you're choosing that. And a lot of what I do in my life coaching is showing people that they they have a choice and they can choose. They can choose their thoughts. They can choose to change their beliefs. They can choose when they change their beliefs, it will change their emotions, which will change their outcomes and their actions. So there's a lot. So there was like, that was wonderful. And then... I was a person that had a tendency to protect myself. I didn't really want to be hurt. So that was a big thing I worked through in my life. I kept my friend's circle very small, and I just was protecting myself from any kind of pain, hurt. And, and that was a big thing to work through in my life. But I remember my mother telling me, she said, Tammy Sue, when you wear your raincoat so that you don't feel any storms, you are never going to feel the warmth of the sunshine on your skin. Oh, whoa. wow. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, I need to work on that. So that's one of the things I worked through. It's like, okay, I got to take this raincoat off. And then I'd say the third thing was mm. the trust thing. Trusting that you're where you're supposed to be. And that falls for myself as well as my clients. Trusting, okay, this is where God wants me right now. Or trusting, mm -hmm. even though this might not look how I think I, I want it to look, that, that I'm, I'm here for a reason. And there's something mm -hmm. I'm to learn or grow or help someone else or whatever. Just that trust in your journey and where you're at and that trust in other people's journeys and where they're at so that you can give mm -hmm. grace to yourself and grace to them. Mm. Yeah, that grace, that grace that sometimes I resist. I resist it, you know, and I recognize that about my life. And I don't know why, you know, because I know God is the God of grace and that I easily speak grace to other people. Why is it so hard to speak grace to ourselves? Well, you are not alone in that. And it's definitely, it's more prone, I think, in women than men. <laughs> yes. Um, that yeah. we, 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 we are very hard on ourselves and have very high expectations. Yes. And, and, and just life and society and depending on how we were raised and what we were exposed mm -hmm. to, environment as well, has an effect on us giving that grace to ourselves. And as yeah. women, we're so focused on being caretakers and taking care of others. We don't, yes. we don't take that and turn that same thing towards us and put it on ourselves. And right. we have to learn to do that, to recognize we're not doing it and to learn that it, that it is okay and that we have the value. Sometimes that comes from a value standpoint too. We have the value mm -hmm. to deserve to give ourselves grace. So mm -hmm. it can be a couple of things that need mm -hmm. to be worked on in there. Yeah. Boy, you hit it. You hit it. The nail on the proverbial head right there. <laughs> yeah. The value that we see from our own lives and, you know, the way God sees us. I think every woman struggles with that. And I think men struggle with it, too. They just aren't as open about it as we are. <laughs> yeah, well, they are so. made differently on purpose. <laughs> right? right. 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 God knew what he was doing. And we complement each other well. But we just definitely have. But yeah. there's something about me that feels like she's got to take on the whole world and carry it, you know, from this day forward. And just everything depends on me, which I know is a pride thing. And I'm trying to get over that. I am growing through that. But 
then I realized I don't have to do it all. I mean, leave something for somebody else to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then that lets that person feel good. You know, when you're picking it all up and doing it all, they don't get a chance to step up or to have the feelings of accomplishment or giving or serving. You're you're like taking that away from them when you when you when you do that. And I don't think we think about Mm -hmm. that aspect of it. I don't think we do now. No, you that's the was, last thing on my mind. Yeah. yeah, in fact, just this morning, I was just thinking, man, if I don't do this stuff myself, it'll never get done right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I you know was, what I was saying, that. Been there, done that. Yes. yes, and they're like, well, come on, Lori. There's other people who are just as capable, mm-hmm. if not more. And if, they won't figure that out if I don't let them. If you don't let them. Yeah. I was not the best delegator. Because it's like, okay, I can get this done faster. I get going to take me longer if I have to show them how, and I know exactly how I want it done. Well, you know, they're just, they need to learn. It's like, you know, when you do that, so too many people are doing that with their kids. They're doing it all, and they are not mm-hmm. growing, and they're not learning, and they're not becoming responsible. There's a whole downside to not letting them go through. Even when you they, they fall, they need to learn about falling and getting hurt and standing back up. So when you're protecting and taking care of everything and doing everything for a person, you are inhibiting their own growth and their path and journey, which they need. Mm. so true so yeah, true so true we like control <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to take those hands off the steering wheel uh-huh. for sure and, yeah. and the, the truth is control is complete and total illusion because we don't have it at all although we like to live with the thought we do and there's only two things we can control we can control our reaction to something and we can control our thoughts mm-hmm. we don't think we can but we can and that's a lot of what i help people realize and work through yeah yeah oh wow well, so ask me, I'll be the guinea pig here. If we have enough time, ask me one of your most powerful questions. I'll go for it. Okay. <laughs> one of my most powerful questions. Well, usually I know more of what we're working on and towards. <laughs> but believe it or not, a very powerful one is when they come up with something is just going, can you expand on that and tell me more about that? So they dig deeper mm. because we all tend to want to do like the surface. Well, it's just this. And it's usually not the first thing. It's usually there's two or three. So there's a deeper. So although that seems like a very simple question, that is. Another thing is, how is this serving you? That's very powerful because a lot of the things we do, we don't think of it like that. But you wouldn't still be doing it if in some way it wasn't bringing something to your life. Mm. So that's another really good one. Yeah. You've given me a lot to think about, Tammy. I don't know if I like those questions. (laughs) That's why you have me to walk you through them. (laughs) Right, right. You don't go it alone. I guess that's the other thing that that comes from coaching. You know, I help with Mm -hmm. accountability, but I give you tools and and resources and share the wisdom I've gained. And and I'm, I'm there and I encourage you. And I, I, you have someone to walk you through it. You're not, you're not digging into those dark places all on your own. Alone, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, that's, so that's good. really big. 
and someone yeah. holding space for you, the space and time for you to work through it and think about it. Because that's another thing we don't give ourselves. We don't give ourselves that time. But when you hire a coach, you give yourself that time, not just the hour you have with them, but then mm-hmm. you think on what it is that happened in that hour later on. And so you're giving yourself you know, time. And also by working with a coach, you collapse time because yeah. you could eventually work through it. But would you like to work through it in three, mo- three months or a year? You know? Right. right, and I could sure. it could help speed yes. it along. I mean, exactly. obviously, it's it's God's plan and how fast yes. it's supposed to work out. But perfectly it, said, yes. like you said, the unstuck part is like, okay, now we maybe with help from a coach, we can take those steps that we were afraid to take on our own. Yes, and yes. I myself yes. have a coach because that would not that wouldn't even be being in integrity, really. <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, I want people to hire me as a coach, and I don't think I need one, and that helps me get through my things, but it also keeps me enough down the road with my learning and growing that I'll always have enough to keep leveling up my clients as they learn and grow. Oh, man, the time is almost over. And I'm so sad. (laughs) I know. I'm so sad. I wish we had another hour. But alas, we have to wrap up today's Women of Grace in the Marketplace with Life Coach Tammy Ward. I dread this part of our podcast, (laughs) where we have to say goodbye to our friend Tammy, but we're going to have you back for sure. So we give our takeaways, and I don't want to go first, Laura. You have to go first. (laughs) (laughs) We have so much to soak in. That's the thing. (laughs) I know. It's like I can't come uh, up with one word. No, I can't. I'm thinking, I don't know which direction I want to go with this, but I, I guess the one word that really popped out at me is accountability. I know we talked a lot about a lot of things during this show. But as a life coach, it's one of the big things you provide is the accountability because we can do a lot on our own, but we can just trail off and like, oh, well, (laughs) I'm off the path and then come back eventually. But having that regular time uh, to set set aside aside to realize those dreams, to realize those things that you have to work through, uh, the issues, the things that are Mm -hmm. keeping you stuck and held back in you know, truly what God, what God's purpose is for you. And, and that's so important to have that accountability and to keep you on the right track and keep you moving mm-hmm. forward and in the right direction towards where you feel, where you desire to be and where you feel God is leading you to, because mm-hmm. you're just going to be frustrated right. otherwise. Yeah. Because you're otherwise. Just, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, I want to be here, but oh, I just sure. can't do it. Yeah. Or I don't know where to start or blah, blah, blah. You know, you'd name all the negative be, things. Yeah. You yeah. go nowhere fast. <laughs> yeah, nowhere fast. For sure. <laughs> and I think accountability is, is an important thing in mm-hmm. all layers of life. And I think it's something I'm missing in my life, Tammy. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, something that's a, a very important. For me, it would be a healing you know, that's one of the words that popped out in our conversations was that you allow people the time and the space to heal and you go for the root issue, you know, and it's it's so much what God has for us. Right. We don't like to dig those weeds out. You know, they're resistant. Yes, they're resistant to us, you know, working against them. And, you know, we get stuck in the weeds. You know, that's a phrase now. You know, it's mm-hmm. a thing. And so. um how you just, I mean, just so much peace and assurance comes through your voice, you know, just the, your persona, the way you uh, carry yourself. How could we not want what you have, you know, and, and be so uh, settled 
with where you're going in life, even though you don't really know all the pieces. <laughs> Healing would, was the yeah. was the big word that jumped out at me. And right. I just I just thank you, Tammy, for being flexible and available to God that he uses you in such a way to be a part of life's, of people's healing and uh, their accountability. Right. And so on that note, Tammy, if someone locally here in Erie or perhaps someone who is listening to the podcast and in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, <laughs> like Janelle or wherever, and maybe could do something via Zoom like we're doing yes. right now, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, I do. I do phone calls and Zooms and in person. So um on Facebook, I am Tammy S. Ward, and that's my Facebook profile. My email is Tammy at TammySWard.com. My website is the same, www.TammySWard.com. I also have uh, a Facebook a Facebook group and a Facebook page, and that is Unbound Love Coaching. So you can find me there. And I will give you my phone number, 814 464 3439 and feel free to reach out consultations are always free and i love serving and helping this is where god has led me it has been a journey and a process for me to get here but i'm here now <laughs> all right so all right. lots of ways to get a hold of tammy ward she is a life coach and it's been such a joy and a delight to talk with you tammy today here on the show and if you would like to know more if you would like to give us some feedback on the show you can email us at women of grace in the marketplace at gmail.com we'll have all of tammy's contact information on our podcast page as well you can find that at spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts as well and we'll see you next time